I want to introduce a new series called the Seduction series. Seduction is a superpower. It is the power of influence and enchantment too. It's like we go under the spell of something or someone. Its effect is subtle and also insidious. So we might miss its hold over us, but it has the power to hold us tightly in its grip. We usually think of seduction between a man and a woman, but actually it's everywhere in our lives. It permeates our culture, it's in advertising, in marketing, in politics. It's the same casting of a spell, luring someone towards you with power. But I want to talk about an unconventional way of looking at seduction. It's not just people or marketing on the outside of us, but the inside. Our emotions, for instance, our moods, our thoughts and feelings, our attitudes and our habits, like anger, disappointment, despair, even self-absorption like narcissism. They suck us in and blindly seduce us for long periods of time. And I want to emphasize here that such is the power of negativity, all negativity. It's a dark energy, like a black hole where we disappear into and it robs us of the possibility of getting out of it. My point is that we allow ourselves to be sucked in by a strong force that we feel we cannot resist. Yet, we are co-creators in this force and we are co-creators of our happiness. Then why do we do this? Simply because we don't know we have another choice. The purpose of this series is to learn ways to see through the gloom to the other side where hope lives. There is a win we really want to get to. That is its purpose. Life always gives us a win in every challenging, stressful situation. It's our job to find it. So, through this series, let's explore the real reason underneath our attraction to these unpleasant emotions. Why we allow ourselves to stay in the dark. And let's explore the journey to the other side of the rainbow, shall we? Join spiritual psychologist and India's number one biofeedback practitioner, Ritu Malhotra, as she guides you through the paths of self-discovery and personal transformation so that you can live in alignment with your values and purpose. You are listening to the Cellular Alchemist podcast and here's your host, Ritu Malhotra. Let's look around us. Let's hear the noise. What is this noise saying? I need and want more and more and more. Be it food, possessions, security, love, sex, happiness, money of course, time, life. 
more, just more of it. This sense of not enough plagues us. It becomes like a cult that permeates our whole being, a whole generation is entranced in it. The motto is buy and hoard and consume and spend and exhaust and still live in scarcity. It's a modern curse to be so consumed, so distracted, not being able to look up from this feeling of lack. What would be an antidote to more? Let's think about it. This feeling that I need something else because it's just not enough. Sometimes I wonder if we can adequately know what enough means. You know, I read somewhere that Emily Dickinson says that, you know, it is so vast a sweetness, this feeling of enough. It can never really occur. Only pathetic counterfeits of it. As if to say that it is a feeling so rare that we wouldn't know how to embrace it, even if we ever glanced upon it. So I want to tell you about a fable that I read some time ago about a fox and a bear. So every day, fox and bear went into the forest to gather what there was to gather and to catch what there was to catch. Day after day, the two friends would hunt and forage and watch the sunset and listen to the birds sing. Life was good, thought Bear, picking berries and mushrooms, hunting ants and mice, catching rabbits and birds, kept them busy day after day. But eventually, these joyful activities turned into tasks and the two friends get seduced by the trap of efficiency. That deadening impulse to optimize and operationalize doing at the expense of being. So as bear and fox begin gathering more and more seeds, catching more and more birds, laboring to water the seedlings and feed the birds, they suddenly find themselves with no time to watch the sunset or listen to bird song. This is how the allure of automation creeps in. So Fox went about inventing mechanical means of doing his daily tasks in the hope that, you know, by doing them, they would get more time for leisure. So Fox invented an egg collector and a bird feeder and a water sprinkler and a berry picker. Then what happens? The opposite happens as the forest begins to look like an industrial palace. See, when we worship efficiency and success, we don't necessarily know how to live finely. So all this enterprise ends up consuming the time for leisure and the space for joy. And that's what happens. 
as Herman Hesse says, the high value put on every minute of time. The idea of hurry, hurry, hurry as the most important objective of living is unquestionably the most dangerous enemy of joy. So every day now, fox and bear cut down more trees to burn in the steam engines so the egg collector could collect eggs and the water sprinkler would water the plants. At night, they filled the bird feeder and fixed the berry picker and built more cages until it was almost sunrise. As fox keeps dreaming up bigger and bigger engines, faster and faster machines, Bear finds himself so tired that he has no imagination left. Suddenly, he wakes up from the trance of busyness and remembers how lovely it was to simply wander the forest and gather what there is to gather and catch what there is to catch. And just like that, the Two friends abandon the compulsions of progress and return to the joy of simply being alive. Creatures amongst creatures on a world already perfectly tuned for every need of ours. We have infinite store of sunsets in our lives after all. So what do we learn from this? Instead of focusing on more, let's focus on enough. We might want to ask ourselves a few important questions. Are the goals and dreams that I'm striving for, are they my own? Or are they things that I'm being told that I should want? It's time to stop feeling overwhelmed and stressed out and start by embracing the idea of enough. Let's slow down and shift from more to just enough. That was this week's episode for the Cellular Alchemist podcast with spiritual psychologist Ritu Malhotra. Don't forget to follow the podcast on your listening app so that when the new episode drops, you do not miss out on the chance to change your life by changing your beliefs.